Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. Things ain't merry when you're going through the motions, fulfillment, lies, and emotions. So why go through life unavailable? You're What's unavailable. up, everybody? Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I'm your host, Blazik. Julia on the other line, I guess we Hello. would say. Um, yeah. What's up, Julia? You know, just um, hanging in there. Did you record last week or no? I did. I did record. Okay. So I did an episode on shame shame around drinking so I kind of talked about actually just all the phases of it so like essentially how once I kind of realized there was like a problem with my drinking I felt like shame around like that problem one two like shame around when when I started hiding it and then like Mm -hmm. shame around quitting drinking and like tell like just all the phases of like constant shame shame. yeah just constant (laughs) constant self-shame yeah um so kind of talked about that I don't really remember I don't know if this happens to you when we record the podcast but half the time I don't even remember what we talked about I I don't remember either until until I listen back to it yeah that's the only way okay yeah that's then I remember what we were talking about but as soon as we stop recording it's like it goes completely out of my brain yeah that's how I am too that's good I think it just means like you're you know when you're dialed in um like when I'm on sales in calls podcast and stuff, mode yeah yeah when I'm on sales calls and stuff I it's good that they're recorded because I I don't remember anything I have to like <laughs> go back and and take notes and stuff um yeah you do anything fun this weekend last night I went to a musical with my friend um who I've met like through the sober community in Chicago and it was super fun we got dinner beforehand and it's um restaurant week here in Chicago so they had like a special menu that we ordered off of and it was super good um and then the show we saw we saw Chicago like the musical yeah <laughs> we just also happened to be living in Chicago um and the show was incredible um they did such a good job um so yeah it was it was fun what about you um yesterday it was just like a big sports Kansas day like like K-State basketball played KU basketball played the Chiefs played in the playoffs so basically like bellied up to a table at a a sports bar at like noon and then just stayed (laughs) stayed till like seven it was oh my gosh I know this sounds ridiculous but like my legs were like I don't I just I realized I don't sit that long because I have a standing desk Mm -hmm. and like I just I was like cramping I was like oh my gosh like during the show during the show last night I had a thought that like I really want to stretch my legs (laughs) do you get restless legs I do I do especially when I fly if I'm on like a really long flight I definitely get it yeah yeah I had an athletic brewing beer at the bar and I was, I was planning on like, that's the non-alcoholic beer. I don't know. If you know that. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know. That. <laughs> I've talked me, to them before. <laughs> um, you gave me a look like you did. <laughs> um, so I was drinking that and then I like 
was about to swallow and I felt something in my mouth and I pulled a piece, a piece of glass out of my mouth. So like not athletic brewing's fault, but like obviously a, a bottle. Oh, like a shard from like the bar. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. I know. I was like, I think I'll stick to water for the rest of the day. <laughs> that was your sign. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to be, don't need to be pounding the athletic brewing IPAs. <sighs> so sorry guys that I wasn't there last week um to record the episode I've I'm already gonna start crying um I've been going through a breakup for the past two weeks just about um and you know we were together for a very long time and um we were living together too so you know when this kind of thing happens, it's like not just um, the end of the relationship. It's just like my whole reality has changed. And I kind of feel like my world is like being flipped upside down. Um, so I'm back in like my childhood home. I'm staying with my mom um, until further notice. And yeah, it's, you know, I've, I've experienced heartbreak, you know, before I was in a, a long-term relationship in college that came to an end shortly after we graduated, but, um, you know, this relationship was very serious and I even have like talked about it on the podcast that like we were maybe gonna buy a house together and stuff. So, I'm definitely um, pretty devastated, even though I know that this is what's best for both of us. Um, and we still love and care about each other like so much. It's just, um, we, it just wasn't right. Something wasn't right. And, um, I know I've been, I've been like trying to actually be, you know, somewhat present on like my social media accounts. Not that I'm forcing myself to be, but I do, I do just want, you know, people to know that, um, you know, I'm obviously very upset um, and you can go through things and you can be very upset and you can you know, experience, like, I would say, like, heartbreak is, like, one of the more painful things you can experience in life, um, and I have remained, like, sober through this whole thing, um, the thought, you know, has crossed my mind, um, definitely, but overall, I know that, you know, really the only thing that could make my situation worse is like if I if I drink um especially if I made some type of like bad decision while while drinking and then shame would come soon after that so I don't know I have been trying my best to um take care of myself 
the past two weeks, but a lot of the time I've just been crying <laughs> like for hours of the day. Um, so yeah, I guess I just wanted to give you guys that little life update and I'm not doing that great. So. Well, yeah, we yeah. all appreciate you sharing that obviously. Um, that I would, yeah, I would validate the feelings of like outside of like, I mean, it might be the worst feeling like losing, going through a breakup and stuff because, um, you know, with when someone like passes away, it's just, it's just like a different, you know, so there's like a weird closure to it, I guess. Um, so like, yeah, it's just a really tough thing to go to go through. Um, like, and I, I know how consuming like the thoughts can be when, when going through that, it's just like, you don't even feel like you get a free five seconds to just like feel anything else or focus on anything else. And, um, that feeling of like, you know, it can like, even when you're with people, it can kind of feel like you're alone. Just like, I don't, I don't know if you're feeling these things, just like stuff that, that I've felt during that process. And just like, not making this about me just like saying you know that I those feelings like can really suck um so we're like super proud of you for for staying sober um and feeling what you're feeling do you want to do you like want to talk more about this or like what do you where are you at right now with this yeah I guess I um I'm I'm definitely not ready to like talk about like the reasons why mm -hmm. my relationship ended but I do want to just talk about like like what have you found I helpful I, like as far as yeah what I've been stuff. doing like since since it happened yeah um so it's now Sunday um we broke up not this past Tuesday but the Tuesday before that and um just like the first three days were just I felt like I was in shock I guess like um, a little numb you I, mean or just like it was like almost like I wasn't myself I was in this weird survival mode version of myself that I haven't really experienced since my last breakup um and it's weird because I mean during my last breakup I I was still drinking that was back in 2017 so quite some time ago now and um it was almost like earlier on like right after the breakup I was getting these little blips of like happiness because like my friends would like want to take me out yeah and, let's go to the bar let's get dressed up and I don't want to do any of those things um whether I remain sober or not it's it's more just I feel like I have no other choice but to just sit and let the emotions take over and as the days are going on, I'm 
I'm starting to get breaks again from the overwhelming emotions. And it's, you know, I'm not just like constantly upset the whole time. And um, so that's good. It's just the, like the very, very first week <laughs> was um, just so exhausting. Like it's exhausting yeah. being that upset for so many days in a row and the first weekend um so this was last weekend I had a night where I couldn't sleep it was like Friday into Saturday and um I I eventually fell asleep at about two but then I woke up at six so yeah just not not a good night's sleep and I ended up um emailing my therapist at six in the morning mm -hmm. um she ended up calling me like a couple hours later and you know I'm just I'm just full-blown sob mode <laughs> like I'm like weeping to her and I'm just experiencing the things that you experience when you break up like the regret and the I what I should have done and what it's just it's just such shock of your life is supposed to like I'm doing air quotes it's like supposed to look a certain way and you think it's going to look a certain way from this mo moment forward and then it goes to such planned out steps to like unknown it's just no nothing is known like I don't know yeah what my living changed. situation yeah yeah, it's just like everything's changed so quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, this is what I was explaining to her when I was on the phone. And that day I was supposed to, I had this sober event that I was going to go to. It was, um, it was called NA Day hosted by Chicago AF, which stands for Chicago Alcohol Free. It's a community that uh, my two friends run and they're amazing. And this event, it, it was like a bigger event. There was going to be like 275 attendees and wow. there were so many vendors for these beverage companies to come and we could taste their non-alcoholic options. And, um, you know, I'm upset on the phone with my therapist and I was like, I'm supposed to go to this event, but like, I'm like this, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a basket case. And she was like, Julia, like, I know you're upset and you have every like right to be, but I also think that um, being restless in bed is also like not, yeah, not the best thing for your mental health either. And if there's any event that you can go to and you can cry, it's probably a event with all, all of your <laughs> sober friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause we're, we're all very like, you know, we like to talk about just raw as fuck it. Like <laughs> the deep shit. Yeah, yeah. We like to talk about the deep shit, the heavy stuff. So she was like, if you go and it does get overwhelming, you can always leave, but I yeah. do want you to try to go. And I'm so glad that I did because I, I did cry. I cried multiple times. It was pretty much like whenever anyone asked me, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. It just like immediately like a switch went off and I just couldn't turn it off. 
Isn't that um, a crazy question? That's like normally super high level, but like if you're really not doing well, it's like it just hits you in the stomach. It, yeah, and it was like I couldn't lie because I'm a person that shows my emotions on my face. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't really hide hide behind my face. Um, it just it just is what it is. So, but the. I mean, like, I, I know I always, like, talk about them, but, like, like, the women that have become my good friends in that space, they're just, like, you know, if anything, they were, like, let's fucking talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, you know, what do you need from us? Do you want us to listen? Do you want us to distract? They're giving me all these, like, options of, like, you know, let's deep dive into it. And some conversations I would, and then some conversations I I wouldn't mm -hmm. um but it was just nice to have the option and to feel safe like I felt safe to be whatever I needed in that moment yeah so um I ended up staying for the whole event and then we went to dinner afterwards I was like kind of trying to stay out as long as I could um in the hopes that I'd be able to sleep Saturday night um which I did thank god getting sleep is like yeah that's half the battle right it's like you can't feel good anyway if you're tired but it's like how are you supposed to sleep when your mind is going a bajillion miles an hour totally that yeah that's because that's what was happening on on Friday but yeah I was able to sleep Saturday night and then I think it's because I slept so well, like, you know, Sunday, what I keep finding is happening is like, if I have a very emotional morning, like if I wake up and I'm sad and I need to cry, um, usually like the second half of my day in the evening is like pretty good. Like I feel, um, I wouldn't necessarily say happy, but I'm like hopeful that, you know, I'm not going to always feel this way. This is temporary. It's it's going to be okay. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm strong. I can do this. Um, I'll have like an evening like that. And then sometimes it's the opposite. Like I'll yeah. wake up and I'll be in a good mood. And then it's late definitely, night it's definitely not linear. Just like, you know, the, the alcohol journey is not linear. The heartbreak recovery is not, not linear. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely like you have to um just embrace the ebb and flow and um I'm I'm trying really hard to um not distract myself when I'm having a sad hard moment. Um I'm more so like if I feel like I need to cry, like and I need to put on a sad song to like make me mm -hmm. cry. <laughs> it's almost it's just better for me to like do that and like I don't want to say get it over with but it's I'm finding for me it's it's better that I do that because then I kind of give myself a chance to not feel you know horrible and like I'm trying to keep it together the rest of the day it's like I can just yeah get the bad shit out and then I you know I potentially could have like an okay evening that was a really tough thing for me to balance during my breakup was like 
I wanted to feel things and you're right. You have to feel them, but like also the distraction piece can be good at when used at the right time, but you're right. You can't just like push these feelings down. Like that's not the move. So kind of what you're saying is like, like I need to feel these for like whatever time frame that is. And then it's like, okay, now I can go about my day. I know for me, I did the opposite and I looking back, I'm like, Oh, that was, I would, I just didn't want to leave the house for like months. And it was like, that's just not the, you know, like, like your therapist said, like the, the four walls or the bed or whatever. It's like, it's, it's a little tough to, to get out of your head in those areas, but it's also like, how do you balance not pushing these feelings to the future or like suppressing them, but feeling them and staying busy and having fun with my friends. Right. I think that like what basically like he was trying to say in that moment was like, you you know cried all night and you've been upset all morning you know you you felt the emotion for a very long time yeah. now there's no um you know don't don't fault yourself for like because because really in that moment me getting up and like getting dressed and putting on makeup and like feeling good about myself um, although it was hard to do, it was, it was hard physically, it was hard to get mm-hmm. me out of bed, but that was me taking care of myself, you know, being around positive energy and people yeah. that unconditionally support me, whether I'm a basket case or not. Um, I guess like, I'm just trying to say like, you know, me laying in bed for the rest of the day, like that wasn't, no, you know, yeah. my emotional bandwidth was like spent for that moment like I needed Mm -hmm. to (laughs) I needed to switch it up a bit um and no I I think that's good like I'm I'm glad you went to that event I think like anytime there's something that you know like is going to give you good energy it's like worth trying and I I know like nine out of ten times your body and brain are going to be like please no like don't make us do it but it's, it's that, it's that balance, you know, okay, I'll give myself this one, but maybe I can try and go feel better at at this event or this thing that makes me feel good. Um, But that's, what's so tough about breakups, right? It's like, it's such an emotional, heavy, physically heavy, emotionally heavy thing that it just like, it's hard. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's so hard. And I, I have been taking care of myself in the sense of like, also, um, you know, I've been making a point to like, Julia, you are eating three meals a day. Mm-hmm. Julia, you are leaving the house one time a day. Like there, there are non-negotiables that I've given myself. And That's good. That has like really, really helped me like make it, those things make me feel myself again like mm-hmm. you know how before I was saying like those first three days I was kind of just like in shock and like I felt like a vessel of myself I didn't actually feel like my personality was inside of me anymore mm-hmm. for a weird reason and th- doing those things um made me feel like myself made me feel human and um what I also will say though is like something that I'm like not that proud of is I definitely was um 
isolating from my group of friends that are like outside of the sober community like my friends that I've had since like elementary school um I don't know why I did that exactly but um I think we both do that like we're we both seem to really isolate yeah like it's it's I think it's I don't know why do you think you isolate I think for in this specific situation was telling them made it feel like real like it made it feel very like final whereas um the sober community like they didn't they weren't very familiar with like my my relationship they really only knew me um so maybe that has something to do with it but um it it does suck because they they could tell like my childhood friends like they could tell (laughs) something was wrong but I wasn't saying anything. So I'm sure that was frustrating because they were like, we want to help you, but you're not letting us help you. Um, and so I do feel a little bit guilty about that, but um, I have been talking to them more so like this second week now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. Have you found talking about it helps? E- now, uh-huh. yes. Um, the first week, no, like I really, well, and not to go into too much detail about like specifics of my relationship, but like, I will say, um, I wasn't making my situation very apparent to anybody in my life. I mean, pretty much like the only person I was being completely truthful with is my therapist. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing too like I think maybe I just didn't want to have to explain like you know how I've actually been feeling for a a very long time and I've been not you know not necessarily I was like lying to them it's just I was maybe not being completely truthful Mm -hmm. um but I'm just a person that you know I feel like I need to go through an isolation period. And then once I've given myself that, then I, yes, I do. I I do find it helpful to talk about it. But at first you kind of want to like process it on your own. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has, uh, how many therapy sessions have you had since? So I would typically see her every other week, but uh-huh. now we're bumped up to, to every week. Has um, that been... But- has that been like really helpful? Very, yeah. very helpful. I've been I've been seeing the same woman now for five years. So she um it took me a little bit of time to find a therapist that I really vibed with. Um, mm-hmm. but I finally found her and now we're just like we just mesh very well. Like she knows she knows me and I know her and she, you know, tells me how it is. And sometimes I need that like strictness. (laughs) Um, She doesn't always like, like she'll call me out on some shit that I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And I I appreciate it. Doesn't sugarcoat it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, like I would say like every week, but then also 
we've had some like phone conversations just mm-hmm. like real quick when I'm having like a really bad like that Saturday morning was was bad I would so. think that would be a really valuable thing to to have during a breakup like that's the reason I got into therapy but it's like for anyone that's tried to get into therapy lately it's it's a whole thing it's like you know you have to try and find someone that's even accepting clients then it's like mm-hmm. a month wait till they'll do the evaluation then it's like a couple weeks before you get your first appointment and so yeah. like I think it was like an eight seven to eight week process for me to get in so I didn't really mm-hmm. get to to do like this part of of therapy um with my therapist so I'm I'm sure that's like really helpful especially with her knowing every backstory and detail and like kind of you and how you are and like your ten like she probably can help you really like navigate this in the best way possible not like I mean not that that's like freaking smooth sailing by any means right (laughs) but it could be the difference between you drinking and not drinking you know exactly it's kind of cool to think about yeah yeah I feel very like fortunate that I I was able to find someone that you know does does work for me because I know some people struggle with that Mm -hmm. and it makes sense because we're all very different human beings and our needs and our way of thinking is very different um what what did you use to like find a therapist like what outlet did you use I I went through my insurance just like basically searching through my insurance. And I guess I shouldn't say to find any therapist, it would have been that long, but to kind of find like what I was looking for. Um, But I don't know, it it was really hard. And like, I don't know, I had to, I emailed probably 10 and didn't really hear back from Oh, I remember the email like sending out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was really hard. I, uh, then my therapist contacted me back. I actually went to, she was on the website for her old office. They hadn't removed her. And then when I went in, they tried to like schedule me with someone. They're like, it's seven weeks out. I'm like, oh my gosh, to see someone for the first time. And then I saw, she, and I, re- I was really intrigued by her because she um, she was like spiritual, like into yoga, um, mm-hmm. kind of like more so the vibe that I was intrigued in. Right. Um, but yeah, it was really exhausting to, to hunt down it a is. therapist. Like it's, and and when you're down like that, it's not like you're the most motivated version of yourself either. So it's, totally. I mean, it's not their fault. It's just like a, a kind of a hard. Right. It's like, if you are seeking out therapy, you're probably not in a headspace that you're like being very driven about taking right. care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. But like, you might know that this is necessary. So you like do it anyways, but it can be in in addition to the exhausting emotions that you're feeling, you're then mm. having to do this like logistical admin yeah. work on top of it. Yeah, which is like feels impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say that I've always used psychologytoday.com and I've had great experiences with that. Nice. And I haven't I've heard of that. Seen, I've seen therapists before and like not continued seeing them and it was like, totally fine it was just like not what I was looking for um and that's how I ended up finding um the woman that I see today you go online um so I started seeing her in 2018 
Um, so that was obviously pre-pandemic. So I was going into the office mm-hmm. in, you know, March or whatever of 2020. That's when we started seeing each other virtually. And that carried through until this breakup. <laughs> and okay. now I'm seeing that her is. in person because it, it really I is just, helpful, huh? I need that. Yeah. It's it really is helpful being in person. I don't know what it is, but it's just like the energy. It, I don't know. Energy, it's, definitely. Yeah, it, it's really impactful for me. I, I've done a couple just when I've been like traveling on Zoom and it's it feels very different. Mm-hmm. I mean, and sometimes like virtual is a lot more like accessible for, for people. For sure, yeah. Um, so and I've gotten still so much out of, you know, whatever from March of twenty twenty until January of 2023 I still made a lot of progress during that time of seeing her virtually but I just I know myself and I know that you know when I love I love hard and Mm -hmm. when I go through heartbreak I go through heartbreak so again just doing my best to take care of myself um during this time and I as as dark as it's been um I also know that this is going to be something that I want to talk about you know in the future with like not just the podcast but like my followers of like you know yeah you can go through literally like gut-wrenching like oh that Friday night was like literally hell like I thought my insides were just being like torn apart and um but you know I'm I'm surviving I'm here it's just I'm I'm just not going to be at 100% for a little while and that's okay yeah for sure like I mean and you shouldn't expect yourself to be like I need to do this to feel 100% or like the only like it's really just riding that wave like that's that's all you can really do at this point like you're I mean like that doesn't mean you just sit there and let the wave take you in and out but it's like you are riding and that's a great that's a that's an important thing that I think we need to talk about more as like a generation is like I am all for like letting the wave happen and like sitting in your emotions that is not like a justification for me to, you know, throw my yeah to stop doing what you love, like right because you didn't do those things because of him. So right. it's like just because that's no longer in your life, but but that doesn't mean they're easy either. Like it's yeah. not it's not <laughs> going to be an easy six months or how you know like no right. time frame or whatever. But it's just like. Yeah, I mean, and this is this might sound really harsh, and I don't mean it. It's just the first example, but it's like there is something to the older generation being like, "Put your boots on," you know? Right. Like they did that way too hard. <laughs> they didn't process right. They took it too far. <laughs> but there is something to it um, as well, where it's like, yeah, maybe I can. We'll we'll do a softer version. Like maybe I can tie my shoes and like get out mm-hmm. the door and go on the walk. Like that's a that's like maybe you don't have to go freaking coal mining or something, but 
but you can tie your shoes and like go on the the stuff that really makes you feel better and and you know that and I also want to validate like how tough a January breakup is like that is you know because like we've had like 15 days of overcast Um, it's tough I think this I think the song's gonna come out tomorrow though that's what they're saying good yeah that that'll be I was hoping it's it's cloudy here but I know we get weather a day before you so I was hoping to be sunny um yeah it's it is tough in the winter and like the short days and the you know you don't get a walk like even just the example of a walk it's not the most enjoyable walk in in January and stuff so you know I hope you have like other things like I'm glad you went to that sober event yeah yeah the so yeah it's like finding if I'm not getting like the like positive rays and the positive energy from like the sun it's Mm -hmm. like putting myself in like a room where I'm getting that from like yes. the people around me because yeah. I can control that <laughs> I can't control the weather in January in Chicago right. um oh, there was one other thing I was going to say oh I have been also like making a point to although it is January um giving myself things to look forward to so mm-hmm. like for instance um me and my very good friend who's also in the sober community we are going to California in March and I am so excited (laughs) we are gonna go we're gonna like fly into LA and then um we're hitting like a few national parks we're gonna like make our way up north um because she's very into hiking camping Mm -hmm. I love that type of thing too um and eventually I'll add my trip in San Francisco where like one of my very best friends from childhood lives I'll like end the trip with her and then fly back to Chicago from there and so um it's you know the trip is still like a month and a half away or whatever but planning that trip oh my god is like I I do get a good like hour or two sense of relief from my reality and so I don't know it just as a suggestion if anyone happens to be listening and going through a breakup and you have the means to not that you have to fly to California, but just like something like mm-hmm. give you something that you can focus on, like the planning and the logistics of something fun. Yeah. I would, that's at least been helping me. Yeah. See, that's an example of like healthy distractions. You know, it's like, it's sometimes, yeah, you do need to just distract yourself. And cause we do know that time heals all. So it's like this perfect combination of, feelings feeling what I'm feeling distracting myself in certain times to help that time pass because I know right each week will like it's important to know like and it does it does no good I remember people telling it to me when I was going through my breakup and I'm like you can fuck off but it's just like (laughs) you don't get it (laughs) yeah like time heals all and we know that like I remember my therapist asking me like do you know you're going to be okay in a year? And I was like, that was like a really powerful question for me. It's like, yeah, I, I do, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make it any easier or less no. emotional or, yeah, just really, we feel for you. I know it's shitty. I know that 
like I'm sure getting on this podcast wasn't easy. So thanks for doing that. Um, yeah, I was pretty nervous <laughs> before before recording, but yeah. um, I feel better now talking about it and being open and not just isolating like I was the first week. So I am mm -hmm. fully aware that like things are gonna um I'm still gonna have bad moments, mm -hmm. but I you know I'm having little glimpses of of hope and lightness and relief. So you know whatever I am doing right now it's you know it's working as best as it can. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And thank you for letting me just <laughs> yeah no I mean that's I think that's the only thing that makes sense for this episode is I wouldn't call it even venting but just like yeah kind of air out what's going on and and how you're feeling yeah. I think that's like the most helpful thing we could have done this week so well cool um yeah I'll text you after this but um if you need anything obviously reach out oh you want some good news to end the podcast sure so I was, I was at that bar yesterday and there was a girl there who I've seen a couple, like we played sand volleyball a couple times together. So I don't really know her, but you know, we kind of know each other. She was like, Hey, like I saw a TikTok the other day and I'm like, I know where this is going, but and she, <laughs> but it, it was actually not where it was going. She was like, and it was this person that said like 10 podcasts you should listen to in 2023. And she was like, and your guys's sobriety podcast was on there. And she was like, and it had 10,000 likes. So that, ex that explains the, remember oh, how the we had that jump that one week. Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. So she didn't know, she doesn't know the TikTok. Like, I don't know if she liked it or saved it. So like, if you're listening and you know, Send Please us. send it to us. Yeah. yeah. Send us who it is because I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't either. And I would love to know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like a, I feel like if we saw it, we would have sent it. To each yeah. Other. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a sobriety account or like a, just a normal account. So, yeah. Also, you've seen the evolution of my hair drying. Like, <laughs> like now it's just very voluminous today. It, it wasn't bad when I first took my hat off and then it just slowly frizzed out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought that was cool. That's definitely a good thing to, to end the episode on. That's great to hear. Love yeah. It. All right. Well, have a good week. Um, All right. You too. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye, everyone.